What's going on, everybody? This is your boy Moses from the Entertainment Plaza Reviews. Today, I have something a little special for you guys. We're not reviewing a TV show, a game, or a movie. I'm actually reviewing a comic book. Uh, the comic book in question is DC versus Vampires. That's right. It's actually one of, I recently started um, reading comic books. My cousin Rico has always been in them, and my, bro, uh, my brother Brian's been into comic books uh, on and off throughout the years. So recently, I started picking up comic books, started collecting them. And one of the uh, very first comics that I picked up was DC versus Vampires number one. I started reading it, and I'm really loving the premise of this book. So basically, as the title states, it's the DC universe versus vampires. Now, there's vampires that we know of and vampires that we never heard of. And then there's people in the DC universe that have been converted into vampires. So today we're going to go through books one through four and um, hopefully you guys enjoy them as much as I did. Uh, this book is written re re really well um, it's, um, and the art is freaking bananas good. So uh, I really enjoyed it. But we're going to start with book number one. I actually have it right here. DC Vampires book number one. It's a limited series. Hopefully you guys can see that. Sorry for you audio listeners, but um, I read through books one through seven and some of the uh, one shots, but today we're going to go through one through four, but here's the synopsis for book number one. It was written by James Tinian IV. Um, it was penciled by Otto Schmidt, and he also did the inking and the coloring, um, but synopsis for DC versus Vampires Book number one goes a little something like this. Tag team back again. Check, no, I'm just playing. Um, so basically, let me pull that up here for you guys. So book number one, DC versus vampires. A bandaged and fearful Andrew Bennett makes his way towards the Hall of Justice while Green Arrow watches him in the shadows. As Andrew runs towards the entrance, the vampire is hit by a car and bursts into flames due to exposure to sunlight. A crowd watches in horror at, until the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, arrives and brings him inside to recuperate. Keep Hal Jordan in mind. Andrew wakes up with Hal by his side, and Hal assures him that he is safe. Andrew demands to speak to the Justice League immediately as the world is at stake. Hal says the League is currently off-planet, so he will have to explain himself to Hal alone. The energetic young wonder twin, Zahn, enters the room and is fascinated by meeting a real vampire, much to Hal's annoyance. Mary, Queen of Blood, the Vampire Queen, and Andrew's lover slash nemesis has been murdered. With Mary dead, there is now no one to keep peace between humans and vampires, and the two races are on the brink of war. Andrew explains he has been searching for Mary's murderer, and his search led him to the Legion of Doom's headquarters. He arrived to, he arrived to find the Legion massacred and the vampires' plans for the genocide of the human race. Andrew then encountered a, grievous, encountered a grievously wounded Lex Luthor, who the vampires left alive to torture. Lex gave Andrew a syringe containing his blood and an, and an address to, to deliver it to, and then asked, I'm sorry, Andrew, Lex gave Andrew a syringe containing his blood and an address to deliver it to, and then asked Andrew to kill him. Lex's dying wish was for the world to know it had him to thank as a savior. Andrew then narrowly avoided the Legion members who had been converted into vampires, including, including the Riddler, who he killed, and the cheetah who chased him out the door. Spending the next week making his way to the Justice League, Andrew moved through daylight out of fear that the vampires were closing in on him. He warns that vampires have agents everywhere and, say, and says that the leaguers were the only people he could trust. Hal and Zahn are bewildered by Andrew's story. When Hal asks if he has any proof or has told anyone else, Andrew answers no. Zahn announces that he will get the other League members, and Hal immediately restrains him using his Green Lantern ring. 
What did I tell you? I told you, please keep Hal in mind. Why is that? Because Hal is not a good guy. I'm telling you that right now. So he uh, restrains him with uh, using his Green Lantern ring. And Andrew realizes Hal lied when he said the League was off planet. Why did he lie? Andrew calls Hal a traitor, but Hal replies that the Andrew has betrayed the that Andrew has portrayed the vampires by trying to stop them from taking what rightfully belongs to the race. How reveals himself is how reveals he himself is now a vampire. I told you how couldn't be trusted. Green Lantern can't be trusted. And proceeds to viciously murder Zahn by grinding him in the blender with his ring. How reveals his first of all, so the one thing I noticed about reading comic books is that yes, it's all kind of just you know, a book, and it's all colored in. It's just like a, you know, it's a comic book. But it is written and drawn so well that you can actually almost picture everything in your mind that's going on. It's almost like watching a Marvel Cinematic Universe. Obviously, this is DC, a DC Cinematic Universe, but it's actually done really well. And um, it's something, you know, these stories just stay in your mind a lot like the movies do. But anyways, so he reveals his himself to be a vampire and proceeds to viciously murder Zahn by grinding him in a blender with his ring. Hal reveals his powers as Green Lantern grant him immunity to sunlight and kills Andrew by projecting a sun with the ring. Hal then calls his master to inform him that Andrew has been taken care of and disposes of Zahn's remains. Aquaman walks in just as Hal finishes cleaning to inform him that Batman has called a meeting. Aquaman observes that no one, that no one has seen Green Arrow in days. That night, Batman arrives in the Batcave to find Alfred Pennyworth waiting for him. Alfred reveals that a nervous, bandaged man had arrived at Wayne Manor earlier that day seeking to speak with him. Alfred hands Batman a note from that man, Andrew Bennett, and holding the syringe says that he wanted Batman to know that Lex Luthor might have just saved the world. So yeah, it's actually, um, it's crazy because, you know, you're reading these books. So, you know, I got this book early um, December, I believe it was, when it first released, and you finish reading it. It literally takes 10 minutes to read the book. So I read it two or three times just so I can see if I missed anything. And you have to wait a month for the next book to come out. So I actually waited a few months before getting um, the rest of the books because I didn't want to wait for um, a month to continue reading this stuff. So um, book number one is absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm, I hope you guys enjoyed that one. But we're going to go ahead and move on to book number two, I believe it is. Um, DC versus Vampires number two. Let me bring up the synopsis here for you guys real quick. That one is called Blood and Sand. Um, this one's written by, let's see if I can see it here, uh, Tinian, Rosenberg, and Schmidt. Here's the picture of number two. You guys can see it, hopefully. Yeah, there you go. It's also up on the, uh, on the broadcast here. But we'll go on synopsis number two. So you guys already know how Jordan's bad. Um, he is a vampire, and we still yet don't know what who the vampire leader is that killed their former leader. Um, so, and then we know that Batman got the note from um, what's his face in the first one. I forget his name already. Wow, I got a bad memory. But yeah, he got he got the note saying something's going on with the rest of the vampires. So. Here goes synopsis for Blood and Sand. So after the Green Lantern turned vampire, Hal Jordan turned vampire, Hal Jordan kills the powerful necromancer Anton Arcane. He hears a voice, the voice of his master. The master tells Hal there is a problem, Andrew Bennett. 
though Hal has already killed him. Andrew was one was on the run for a week, and Hal's master believes it should be assumed that he told others of the vampire's plans for genocide. The last things that vampires need is for the wrong person to discover their plans. At Wayne Manor, Nightwing arrives and finds Batgirl bathing in the sunlight. Batman calls them into the sunroom, where the rest of the Batman family, Alfred Pennyworth, Red Hood, Red Robin, Robin, and Orphan are already waiting. Batman informs the family that last week he was visited by Andrew Bennett, who warned that the vampires plan to wage war against the human race. That the, yeah, against the human race. Andrew has since gone missing, and Batman's detective work indicates he was being followed before he, his trail went cold. No dub by Hal Jordan. Just outside Star City, Brick, Cheshire, Everyman, and Cupid sit at a picnic table, where they discuss how how so many villains have gone missing in the past few weeks. Brick is concerned that something else, not the heroes, is hunting them, which the others dismiss. The group is suddenly interrupted by Green Arrow, who says that one of the men, that one of them is a vampire. He asks every man if he is right. The others laugh, but every man suddenly reveals his vamp vampiric nature and lunges at Green Arrow, who kills him. Before he leaves, Green Arrow tells Brick, Cheshire, and Cupid to start protecting themselves. Back at Wayne Manor, the family is bewildered by Batman's claims. Batgirl feels like he is joking. Batman assures her that he is not by telling the family of the mod mo mad monk and bloodthirsty vampire who was one of the earliest foes. Batman also mentions the mad monk's female counterpart, Dala, or Dela, I'm not sure, who Nightwing will remember since he encountered her during his time as Robin. Batman is unsure if the mad monk is the vampire who overthrew Mary, Queen of Blood, but does note that it that his insatiable hunger does pose a genuine threat to the human race. Batman says, says that the best the family can do now is deduce who the vampires will go after next. The vampires will hunt the metahumans and target villains first. Batgirl notes that they'll also target psychics and telepaths who could figure out their plans. While Nightwing and Red Robin point out they'll go after magicians and sunlight users as well. Robin notes that the vampires would likely convert younger heroes first, which means that the birds of prey, outsiders, teen titans, may already be compromised. The Justice League would be more difficult to infiltrate since the vampires would target, target younger heroes first. At the Hall of Justice, the Wonder Twin Jaina runs in crying. Zahn has been missing for days, which is the one who got uh, essentially put into the blender, and Jaina can no longer feel him. Hal offers to help her find him, but she runs off in tears after Booster Gold suggests that Zahn was tired of being felt by his sister. The League admonishes Booster Gold for making such an insensitive comment. Back at Wayne Manor, Batman reveals he has mixed everyone's drinks with holy water and had them meet in the sunroom to ensure that none of the family has been converted. Since no one, that's actually, see, that's why he's the greatest detective ever, right? He, he knows what he's doing. Since no one has burned up, Batman finally allows them to come down to the Batcave where he makes everyone hold a crucifix as a final test. Everyone passes, so Batman reveals their new vampire hunting equipment. Nightwing is surprised by the sudden change in methods, but Batman points out that, that since the vampires are undead, the family will not be foregoing their no-kill rule. Afterwards, Alfred brings Batman some dinner. Alfred drinks the holy water laced tea to show Batman that he remains human, while Batman acknowledges that not having him drink it at the same time as everyone was an oversight. He already had the boiler blessed. Alfred asks why Batman did not tell the rest of the family about the vial of Lex Luthor's blood Andrew gave him. Batman says that doing so now would have been too much of a gamble, considering that the entire race is at stake. At night, Hal meets with Barry Allen at a beach. The two sit down, and Hal confides to Barry that something bad is about to happen. 
Barry ensures how that he trusts him and that if something bad happens, he will always be on his side. Hal then says that something good happened to him and proceeds to restrain Barry. Hal reveals that he wanted to convert Barry, but his vampire master believes that his powers would have made him unsuitable as a vampire. Hal brutally murders Barry by snapping his neck as he looks away. A bloody tear falling from his eye, he mourns Barry, having wanted to conquer the world by his side. So Barry and Hal were best friends. Instead of turning him into a vampire, he just brutally kills him, which is absolutely nuts. But... Yeah, that was book number two. So as you can see, Batman now is trying to figure out who may have turned into a uh, vampire, who's still human, who's on his side, who's his enemy. We really don't know, you know. So um, book number two, another great one. You know, we're kind of just now getting into the nitty gritty as to what may be going on in DC versus vampires. All we do know at the moment is that Hal Jordan is enemy number one but nobody really knows everyone that does know is dead or is undead as a vampire so we're going to move on to book number three dc versus vampires crazy good cover it kind of gives away a little bit but you as you can see wonder woman there does become a vampire in this book so book number three is called trust (coughs) excuse me it is called trust no one and it goes a little something like this the Justice League finds the Flash's mangled corpse on the beach. Al Jordan messed them up. As they mourn, Wonder Woman vows to find whoever killed him. While Batman refuses to share his theories, the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, orders Wonder Woman, Plastic Man, and Superman to find Barry's rogues. He's the one who did it, so keep that in mind. Aquaman to search the nearby ocean for clues and Martian Manhunter man man to coordinate with the authorities. Before Hal can give him orders, Batman declares he knows what to do and stays behind on the beach with Jaina. In Gotham City, the Ratcatcher struggles with a man until Batgirl intervenes, thinking Ratcatcher is assaulting someone, thinking, some, thinking Ratcatcher is assaulting someone. However, the man reveal, reveals himself to be a vampire and attacks. The vampire says that although the vampires have been ordered not to touch the Bat family, he will simply lie that he acted in self-defense. Before the vampire can kill Batgirl, Nightwing stakes and destroys him. The two briefly flirt before the rat catcher interrupts them to reveal that a gang of vampires is hunting criminals all over Gotham. Batman encounter, encounters a crying Jaina while investigating the sewers underneath the Hall of Justice. Jaina deduces that Batman is searching for her brother Zahn, who disappeared when Andrew Bennett came to the Hall of Justice looking for help. But Batman reveals that he found traces of Zahn and Andrew's DNA in the Hall Infirmary, and that whoever killed them tried to clean up but was sloppy. That was Hal Jordan. Back in Gotham, the Penguin runs from a group of vampires before tripping and falling. He runs into Zatanna, whom he begs for help. The vampires stop when they see Zatanna and explain they think Lex Luthor may have spoken to the Penguin, which he angrily denies. Zatanna remarks that it is sad for the Penguin to think that the vampires want to turn him into one of us and reveals her fangs to his horror. Again, that's the good thing about this book is that, you know, you keep going on in this book and you just don't know who the heck is a vampire until they do like the surprise reveal, which is actually pretty dope. At the beach, Wonder Woman took Wonder Woman took to the horizon. Looks to the horizon. This is written wrong. Hal arrives and asks if she is okay, which Diana finds strange since Barry just died. She notes that Hal quickly became used to referring to Barry in the past tense, which she finds odd since they were best friends. Hal attempts to change the subject by revealing his feelings for Diana, but Diana realizes Hal was the one who killed Barry and whips out her lasso of truth. Hal reveal he is now a vampire and killed Barry reluctantly, having wanted him to join their crusade. 
As Diana begins to cry, realizing she has lost not one but two friends, Hal uses hypnosis to convince Diana to join him. She draws closer, and he sinks his teeth into her neck. So that already shows, you know, I, I don't like, I love the cover, but I don't like that the cover shows you that Diana eventually becomes a vampire. One, so. Black Canary and Robin simultaneously discover the penguin's corpse in, in a Gotham alley. The two, suspic the two, suspicious of each other, engage in a one-on-one hand-to-hand battle, which ends when Dinah extracts a sam sample of Damien's blood. Dinah runs off to test if Damien is still human and says she will find him if he is. She also warns him not to follow her. Batman dives into the Hall of Justice sewers, where Jaina says she senses, she senses Zan Zan's strongest. The only part of Zan that Batman is able to find is a piece of his finger, confirming once and for all he is dead. Jaina breaks down before her sadness turns into anger, demanding to know who is responsible. Batman notes that the blade that killed Zan left no bone fragments and determines it was not made of metal. It was made of light. Batman, greatest detective alive. Dinah arrives at the hideout she has set up with Arsenal and Green Arrow, carrying a bundle of blood samples. Dinah tells Oliver that she encountered Damien and is unsure if he is a vampire. Oliver re remarks that Batman is so smart that it's impossible to trust any members of his family regardless of what they find. He is smart. Greatest detective alive, like I said. At the Hall of Justice, the Justice League gathers for a meeting. Diana tells the rest of the league that Batman was not invited to the meeting before lying that she and Hal found evidence that he killed Barry. So we got to remember, so this is the end of book number three. We got to remember that Diana is now a vampire. So, you know, one of the things that, uh, sorry, a little brain fart there. One of the things we got to remember is that now Batman doesn't know, Bruce Wayne doesn't know who is a vampire and who isn't because he did test some people while they're at the Batcave, but as they, they've left, now, you know, unfortunately, they're becoming vampires themselves. But we're going to move on to book number four, which actually was a really good book it's, as well. I'm going to show you the cover here. DC versus Vampires, book number four. Um, let's see here. There we go. Book number four, DC versus Vampires. Cool cover of Diana, Wonder Woman fighting Superman. And you may be thinking Superman, probably the biggest, baddest guy in the DC, DCEU, essentially, right? But you're about to find something crazy out here towards the end of this one. So let's see. Synopsis for DC versus Vampires number four. This one is called, let's see here. Uh, it doesn't say. Anyway, so DC number uh, DC versus Vampires number four. In London, John Constantine sits in a bar and talks to himself. Zatanna walks in and asks if she can talk to him privately. Unbeknownst to Zatanna, John is already aware she is a vampire and plans to bite him. So when he prepares to attack, he uses a spell to stop her. Zatanna is angered but calms down when John assures her that he does not plan on killing her since he wants someone to listen to him gripe. In the Batcave, Batman is working to collect as many blood samples as possible when he realizes that the Batcave has been intruded and shuts off all the light. Green Arrow shoots what he thinks is Batman with a trick arrow, only to realize he shot a decoy mannequin and Batman attacks him with a stake. Yo, Batman is so smart. Batgirl investigates in Gotham City and finds her way into an abandoned hotel. Nightwing follows her in and the two briefly flirt before Batgirl shows him that she found dirt in the room. Vampires must sleep above dirt from their ancestral home as they travel, and the room was booked for a long-term stay by a certain Mary Shackton. Shackton being the maiden name of Mary, Queen of Blood's mother. Batgirl surmises that Mary traveled to Gotham in secret, and she and Nightwing now have to find out why. 
Back in the Batcave, Batman and Green Arrow engage in brutal hand-to-hand -hand combat. During the fight, Green Arrow shoots Batman with a trick arrow filled with water before Batman tackles him and pins him to the ground to stake him. As they stare at each other, Green Arrow and Batman realize they are both trying to kill a vampire and neither of them is a vampire. It was actually a really great scene in this. John and Zatanna are in the middle of a conversation when Dr. Fate appears to get John's help. Zatanna immediately lunges at Fate, although John freezes her with the spell. Fate uses his powers to destroy her. To destroy her. An angered John curses Fate for destroying his friend and expresses apathy towards Fate's justification that the fate of the world is at stake. Batman asks Green Arrow how he learned of the vampire's plans. Green Arrow explains that he captured a vampire Clock King and, despite Clock King's unreliability, was able to determine that there was a vampire conspiracy that ran deep. He began tracking villain movements, which led him to Gotham, and rumors that a hero had been turned, had been turned caused him to assume that Batman was a vampire. Batman tells Green Arrow that his assumption that a hero was a vampire was partially correct. Hal Jordan is now a vampire and killed Barry Allen. However, Batman tells Green Arrow they must, go, they must not go after him yet, since Hal is certainly not the lead vampire. Wait till you see who the lead vampire is. I'm not sure if it's in this book. I don't remember, but we're going to get through books um, 5 through 8 soon, the one-shots, and the one Robin one-shot is really good, too. Back in Gotham, Red Hood and Batgirl fight a legion of vampires led by Gorilla Grodd, one of the vampire generals in an office building. Grodd attempts to throw Red Hood out the window, but Batgirl barely saves him and Grodd escapes. Red Hood asks Batgirl if she found any evidence, and she reveals one of the Joker's playing cards, with giant fangs drawn on it. Batman and Green Arrow look over potential suspects on the Bat computer when the Batcave's intrusion alarm rings. Green Arrow is relieved to see it is Wonder Woman. But Batman realizes she is a vampire when she claims that Barry's death is not Batman's fault and that he is sick. Hal also appears before a massive alarm goes off and the entire Justice League of America makes their entrance. Batman and Green Arrow realize that Hal and Wonder Woman have tricked the entire Justice League into hunting them and a fight breaks out. So this fight is freaking awesome. And, you know, they kind of leave it in a cliffhanger. I'm going to leave it at a cliffhanger as well. What happens to Superman? Who's the lead vampire? You know, it may not be who you think. But, yeah, definitely feel like this is a, a book that you should pick up. If you haven't read it, you know, you can definitely find it on YouTube. All the footage you're seeing right now on the stream is, is from YouTube, so you can read the whole thing there. But, yeah, this is uh, DC versus Vampires books 1 through 12. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. We're going to go through books uh, 5 through 8 here soon. I believe they only released uh, up to seven so far. So when once eight comes out, I'm going to read that one. We'll go through books five through eight and through the one-shots as well. So, But, yeah, hey, look, you're watching on uh, twitch.tv slash the Entertainment Plaza. This will be up on youtube.com slash the Entertainment Plaza very shortly. And it will also be on podcast services around the world. So that will be Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, which is my favorite, Spotify. But yeah, guys, also find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, Twitter. We're on all those. So we'll be putting a bunch of shorts up here shortly today. Um, but once again, I'm Moses with the Entertainment Plaza. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Peace.